Hi there. I'm so glad to be back with you today. Uh, been, you know, we've been on a journey praying in the last days. It started off with the question, what if Jesus were to come today? What if it really is time for him to come and get, catch his church away? And were we ready? Are the ones that we love and our families ready and things that we can do to make them ready? You can go back and see this anytime uh, on YouTube our Restoration Women's Virtues, or womensvirtues.com is our webpage. And you can find us in there where we've already discussed some of these things. <clears throat> we will continue on our outline about praying in the last days. We were, we're on a little step-by-step about how to get ready, how to get us ready, and things to uh, ways to pray that we are more effective in. But today I'm going to take a little side road, which I'm famous for. (laughs) And uh, there's a prophecy that Chuck Pierce has put out uh, that a friend of mine sent me, and it's really spoken to me. And I do prayer on Sunday mornings here at West Houston Christian Center. And so I, um, we've been praying around this and receiving it for ourselves. So I thought maybe you would like to do that too, because it's, God is moving in, in the days that we live in. He's, he's moving powerfully, and I want to be a part of that, and I know you do too. So this, this prophecy, you can find it on the Elijah list. It's called, A Line Has Been Drawn. How Will You Step Over It in, in 2022? And he's talking about um, this is a time when the, where the Lord is calling us to come up. You know, in the book of Revelation, chapter 4, it says, Come up here. And so after he'd finished talking to all the churches in the first three chapters, then you hear this voice say, come up here. And God is calling us, come up here. He's got a place of safety for you and I in the midst of a dark and troubled world, in the midst of deep darkness covering the earth. There's a place of safety for you and I. And that's one of the things that that really I want to see people capture uh, a friend of mine, Billy Hunt, made the comment once that everybody has their their own message. Everybody has a message that is theirs that, that no matter what they teach on, they come back to that message. Well, for me, it's the role of the woman, the purpose, position, and power of the woman. And it's also uh, the protection and provision of the kingdom in the midst of all this darkness. And so that's kind of what we're going to look at today, that there is another kingdom that we can be a part of and belong to. And he's saying that the Lord is calling us to come up here. We must not only see from a higher place, but pray from our position of authority. And so he wants us to come up here. We're looking down on what's happening, not looking up and saying, oh me, oh my. We we are looking down upon it and saying, no, this will happen. No, that won't happen. And we have an authority And I remember years back um, asking the Lord to teach me how to ask for more that I didn't feel like I, you know, I would hear testimonies where people ask for things. And I think, you know, I never thought to ask for that. And um, so I was saying, Lord, teach me, remind me to ask you for more. And he said, well, actually, you need to learn when to ask and when to declare and decree. And so that's what he's talking about here. He said, for instance, you don't have to ask me for healing. You just need to declare it. I took care of healing at the cross. There are certain things that he did at the cross that are ours and we can put a demand on the covenant 
And it, he, it, when I say a demand, we're not demanding God. We're putting a demand on the covenant that God cut and died for at the cross. And he, that thrills him. That gives him much pleasure to see us do that because he knows that we appreciate it and that we got the picture, that we're on the same page with him. And so um, in, the, in this um, prophecy, I'm just going to read a paragraph from it. <clears throat> he says, I have been looking for a group. I have been looking for the ones to anoint now. There is an anointing that I'm bringing down from heaven so you can stand as one and break through the barrier that the enemy has erected. I am coming in now. And in our prayer group, we have received that. That We're it, Lord. We're, we want to be one of those groups for West Houston Christian Center. We have received that. We want to be one of those groups. I'm looking for a group. I've been looking for the ones to anoint now. There is an anointing that I'm bringing down from heaven so you can stand as one and break through the barrier that the enemy has erected. And I am coming in now. I don't know about you, but I know sometimes that when you're praying, you know you made the breakthrough. You know you were right in the presence of God and you know the Holy. you had access to the Holy Spirit. You you just know you made connection with the kingdom and with, with the Father. And, um, and then sometimes you don't feel like you've made that breakthrough. Well, he's saying, I'm coming down and, as one, that, and break through the barrier that the enemy has erected. Then he says, I'm coming into your life in new ways. I'm breaking that which has been around you. I'm causing you to feel my presence in new ways. I'm causing you to be favored in new ways. Hallelujah. I take hold of that. Do you? He's causing us to be favored, highly favored in the beloved in new ways. And let me just say that I, we are, I, through my years of being a Christian, we tend, we tend to be so quick to believe for persecution and slow to believe for the favor of God as a shield about us and that, that they... You know, the, the enemy tried to persecute Jesus, but he couldn't. They tried to kill him three different times. And he just walked right through their midst because the love of God is a, and the favor of God is a shield about us. And so we need to develop our faith in that over expectations of being persecuted. We have greater faith in being persecuted than we do in winning the victory. And there's victory in Christ. Amen. And we have, we are the ones with the authority. Jesus said all authority. When he went to the cross, he, he, all authority has been given to me. Now you go and preach the gospel, the good news of the kingdom. I'm coming into your life in new ways. I'm breaking that which has been around you. I'm causing you to feel my presence in new ways. And I appreciate that. I know that, um, our relationship's not based on feelings. It's based on facts, the fact of God's word. But feelings are nice once in a while, don't you think? I think they're nice once in a while. And we do have them. God gave them to us. So it's all right to have feelings, but we don't let them rule us. But we, I want to feel his presence. I'm causing you to be favored in new ways. I'm breaking through the blood barrier in your brain. You're, you thought that knowledge could get through, but I have got to break that blood barrier where the iniquitous flow, this is what really took hold of me in this prophecy, the iniquitous flow, 
iniquitous coming from iniquity. The sin of iniquity is the sin that we that happened to us at the fall in the garden when when the uh, the woman spoke with the serpent and then ate from the tree and the fall came and their eyes were opened. Their eyes were opened to another world. They were living in the kingdom of God world in the garden. And now their eyes were opened to another world, the, the, the demonic realm and to Satan's world and the tree of knowledge of good and evil and reasoning things out in your own flesh. And that's when the, the carnal nature was born. Their eyes were open. That, that carnal nature was born. That would be that iniquitous flow. And we all have some. We all have a, a, the, the sin of iniquity. We're born in that. David said in the Psalms, I was born in iniquity. In my mother's womb, he was born in iniquity. So when a baby is born, that iniquitous flow is in there. It's born off of the seed that, was, that fell into iniquity. So when he says, I'm going to break the blood barrier where the iniquitous flow from prior generations continues, to have the right to operate. I will cause you to come alive and see what I would see. There's things that God wants us to have revelation of that we know not of. What eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The great things God stored up and made ready for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So just when he was saying, come up here, and there's a lot, he's, he's, you know, and we've said before, the church makes herself ready. The bride makes herself ready. And um, we prepare ourselves for the glory. So uh, he's calling us to get ready. And if you want to participate with the Lord in these things, then, then uh, pay attention. You know, when, when it says in First John, behold, it means pay attention. Look, the, the understand, pay attention. That, he, that things are happening and God's going to be moving. And I want to be in a position to move with him. I want to be in the right position so that when the spirit comes, when the spirit moves, I recognize him. Don't you want to recognize him? I always think back on how they were on the, on the boat and Jesus was on the shore cooking fish. And they were looking over there wondering, who, who is that? And then all of a sudden, one of them said, it's the Lord. Well, I want to know when he's moving, it's the Lord or it's the devil or it's just the man's soul. That, that's what we have to learn to discern. Was that the soul of that man, which is just as well the devil, because he, that's where he can get in control. He can, he can have charge when the man's working out of his own soul. Or was it, was it the Spirit of God? Was it the, that man's soul? Or was it a demonic spirit moving? And you'll be able to tell. If you walk close to God, you'll know when it, when it is and when it isn't. But he says, I'm coming in new ways. I'm breaking that which has been around you. I'm causing you to feel my presence in new ways. I'm causing you to be favored in new ways. I'm breaking through the blood barrier in your brain. And... Um, one day I, I saw a scripture in Romans. It says, Paul said, this body of sin. And that really struck me. I thought, gee, that, that fall, you know, the Lord said to me through the years, you don't realize how intense the fall was. He understands the damage that it did to his creation. 
we, we don't understand the damage that the fall actually did to us and that iniquitous flow that's in us and how deeply embedded it was in us. And we get born again and washed in the blood and redeemed. We get a, a new spirit, if you will. But the soul and the body and even the bones in the body, the, the marrow of the bones in the body, it was all very infected and affected by the fall and the iniquitous flow. And um, I, I know we get, uh, I just feel like this is going to be a part of, of the moving of the spirit in the times to come. This is going to be a part of it and that we're going to have, um, uh, uh, we're, we're moving into that place of our new bodies because that's the final thing that has to be done is for us to get a new body uh, where our spirit has come alive again. We're born again in the spirit. We're, we're cleansing our mind by renewing our minds by the word of God. And we're learning to discipline ourselves and walk in kingdom principles. So all of those changes are being made and we participate in that. But there's a part of us that just still, and, and I, I really believe that we can start cooperating with the Holy Spirit now. Uh, and that is by, um, well, just this morning I was saying, thank you, Jesus, that my flesh is fresher than in my childhood because I have a redeemer. That's in Job. I love that. You get to be my age, you'll love it too. <laughs> but my flesh is fresher than in my childhood. What am I saying? I'm telling my body, wake up, be quickened by the Holy Ghost. Remember the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and I if we have Christ in our lives and quickens, bring, makes alive our mortal bodies. So we can be speaking that into be now. God speaks of things that aren't as though they were, and we can start participating in that now. And so, he, but he's, there's evidently, I think, a part, I mean, we, we get positioned and we, we get on track and we start making steps in that direction. But then I, I've always laughingly put it like this, we keep trying to get over that glory fence, you know, trying to get over there. And finally, God just picks us up by the seat of the britches and puts us over there. And I think that's what the rapture is going to be. He just says, okay, come on, puts us over there. But we got to be in position. Have you ever been skiing? That, that's always a picture for me is you, you put on these ski boots and they make you stand. And I mean, you, the first time I ever put on ski boots, I thought, gee, this is not very comfortable. And, and you, and you're all crooked up and everything. And then you have to go and squat and get ready because this bench is going to come pick you up and take you to higher ground. And that's the way I see, uh, the Lord does. We've got to position ourselves. And then he comes on behind us just like that, that, uh, what do you call that thing that they takes them up higher? The, the, uh, ski lift. Ski lift. That ski lift comes and gets up under you and you just, you just let it pick you up and take you. That's, that's the way the rapture is going to be. But we had to get our boots on and we have to get positioned. And that's what, that's what we talk about here. And we're helping our family members to get positioned by speaking the word over them and praying for them. And we're, uh, we're participating in kingdom business. Amen. What a joy. What an in, important thing to do. So just just to um, uh, let's see, let me see. Let me just read another chapter, another a paragraph or two here. 
He says, I'm breaking through a blood barrier. I'm breaking through the, a blood barrier. What has been um, filled, filed and cataloged is now coming alive. I am going to reverse some Alzheimer's. I'm going to reverse some dementia. I'm changing some things. I'm going to reverse stuttering. I'm going to reverse the, uh, dyslexia. And I'm breaking through the blood barrier in your, in your brain. My presence can penetrate. I will reveal my glory. I am coming to reveal so I can break open the seal that has closed up what you have been looking for. We all have what's kind of like a blind side, a darkness, a dark side of our soul, a side that we're not even aware of. And it's a part of our fallen nature. We don't even know it's there, but we do know that we, we try to do certain things and we just never seem to stay steadfast with it. That could be that iniquitous flow. That could be that barrier that he's going to break through. We are new creatures in Christ and we're being conformed into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is all a part of that. And I'm, I'm really excited. And he says, I'm neutralizing your chromosomes um, from iniquitous patterns. You know, your nature, well, it's just like her mother, just like her dad, just like... Uh, things that have hand-me-downs. Let my glory penetrate. Let my glory penetrate. I am breaking your insecurity barrier. That's a part of the fall of man is just the, the uh, fear of man. And so, I, you know, everybody has insecurity. I mean, the fall hit, hit uh, the human being, hit the, the creation in such a way, and everybody is insecure because of the fall. You're born in fear. You're born in iniquity. And that fall is there. Now we cover it up in different ways. Some give into it and let it just rule them. But then others uh, overcome it with uh, um, pride of life. And they, and they, they overcome, they override it by ex, uh, excelling in everything, overcompensate for it. He said, let my glory penetrate. I'm breaking your insecurity barrier. I'm uncovering the treasure that you have been. I'm uncovering the treasure that you have been. I'm uprooting what has been buried deep and causing you to flower and blossom forth in a new way. Let me uproot. Let me uproot. I say, okay, Lord, just uproot me in Jesus name. We have to give, let God be. You know, when he came on, on the darkness of the earth, he said, let light be. And then in the New Testament, it says, when any man receives Christ, he, said, he is a new creature in Christ. It literally is, let him be a new creature in Christ. So I let you be a new creature in Christ. I let the light shine upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. We have some exciting times ahead of us, and we will get back to this. I've got some neat things I want to tell you about the kingdom of God. Because that is what we're, Jesus came talking about the kingdom. He left here talking about the kingdom. So we're going to talk about the kingdom next time. God bless you. And I pray this has been a blessing to you in Jesus name. Bye.